Hello, I'm Al. And I'm Sai. And this is episode 23 of the 4B podcast. Hello. All right, Sai. Right, so what we're going to do today, we're going to talk, we're going to have a look back at the week, aren't we? Yeah, I think we're going to look, I think going forward, we're going to have a little tinker with our kind of content. We're going to do two podcasts a week. One podcast is going to be about a specific subject, and the other podcast at the end of the week is going to be just a general chit-chat, a general review of the week. Stories that we found interesting or funny or anything like that. So one specific subject midweek and one review of the week at the end of the week. That's where we are tonight. Tonight we're basically winging it. Let's see see how it goes. So I suppose really we'll get the... The big one out the way first. We want to talk about the the sad death of Antoine Hubert. Yes, what a shame. Taken too young, full of potential. Did you did you see the crash? Unfortunately, mate, I did. Yeah, um, I saw it almost live on on social media. Which, yeah. when you think about it, is just absolutely horrible. That's right. I saw it on social media. Yeah. If you think that that poor lad. Has passed away. No, he didn't pass away in the car, obviously. No, it's, yeah, he's survived a little bit. Yeah, when you see, when you see it though, it's amazing that he, it was a miracle that he survived right away. Yeah, an absolute but, miracle, wasn't it? But just to think that that poor lad's girlfriend, boyfriend, family, friends, whatever, we must have been you before them, if not. After same time if they were at the garage or they were at the race and that really is horrible that that poor lad's final moments have been broadcast for the world and his wife to see I find it, it gives me goosebumps and I don't I'm not sure I love social media when it's used right but instances like that I just don't think are really I know I know they didn't know it, he was dead at the time I'm not saying that I saw any photographs of any injuries or any photographs that I, I haven't seen that. I've only seen the broadcast, and the broadcasters didn't know what they were broadcasting at the time, did they? No, well, I, 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 would, I would forgive it this time because at the time it was just a big crash. So if you were in the car you get at the time filming, they'd be like, oh, look at this big crash. You yeah. Know? All the stupid rumours don't start, don't they? And people second guessing what's happening and all I, that's what I don't like. Yeah. I don't like the comments after after the after the crash, but yeah. But such is the modern world, mate. Just that's what's gonna happen, I'm afraid. Um I, I put a little post on our Twitter afterwards because we were only like the podcast week before we were going, it's not dangerous enough, they should be set on fire and you know, should be should be driving and no helmets and we would be a bit yeah. daft, weren't we? But then and then that goes and happens just to prove us wrong. And I thought yeah. oh, but what I also said in the post was, was how I think we felt. It was like when you see that when you see that crash, it doesn't matter for me. It doesn't matter how safe the car would have been, how big the halo was. It wouldn't have stopped that accident happening. And that's all it was. It was just a, a terrible, terrible accident. Yeah. So I don't want the FIA to overreact and go right. We'll encase the car in concrete or something. Do you know what I mean? The only way they're going to stop accidents like that is to stop racing. Somebody put a, 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 a Twitter comment or, or something on social media and they basically said, I've just watched, I've just seen 
the crash. He was he was at like a race day. He must have been like an amateur racer or something. And he's like, I've just seen the horrific accident. Blah blah blah. Um, mm. I'm in I'm in a, a garage uh, full of uh, racing drivers. This happened other. He just basically said we sat there in silence, and then we all just put our helmets out, put our helmets on, and went racing yeah. because that's what that's we what do. Yeah. That, that, that's what they do. It's like a jockey getting back on a horse or whatever. That's just what they do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is fair enough. So, um, oh, yeah. Absolutely. I think that was a good place to start, Alan. Obviously, our, our thoughts and sympathies are with his, his, his friends, his family, and ultimately his team because they spend so much time with their team and they're like a family, aren't they? So, yeah, that's you know, true, that's yeah. yeah, never thought about that. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so yeah, we've covered that. Uh, we had to obviously um, going on to the actual F one race. We neither of us we, we didn't see it, did we? Say because we were both busy, so we couldn't we can't really talk about it that much. But um, I don't we, know how we you felt all, about it. We we we've had a little bit of a think about our F one podcast to have me and, and yeah because people don't like them. <laughs> we can't we can't always give a an as or a talk or, or, or beef or whatever um, of the races we'd like. Uh, sometimes I only get to see part of the race or highlights of this, that and the other, and I know Al does too. So what we've decided to do is, again, just encompass a brief um, review of the race in these weekly podcasts, haven't we, Al? So, yeah. 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 So uh, what, what did you think of it? I, I saw the start. I, yeah, I saw the start. Um Hamilton uh, got in front of Vettel, didn't he? Ever so briefly at the start, and then Vettel didn't see the start. Didn't see the start at all. Um, but that was about it. Uh, that, that's how brief our reviews of the F1 race are going to be. I saw I the I... first, I saw the first quarter of the first lap, and then I had to move on to something else. I saw, I saw the very end. I think I was keeping touch of it on my phone. Yeah. And when I soon, well, you actually you watched that, me didn't you? Said Max is out in the first lap, and I was like, oh, right, it's okay. I, was, I kind of wasn't, I kind of lost interest then, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, I saw the very, very end of it. Um, all counts was a decent race, but. Go on, sorry. Hamilton was chasing down Leclerc, but never made that's it. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, at the end. That was quite exciting. Um, but yeah, why are we even bothered talking about this we didn't see it. <laughs> um, I have, I have, I've, I've made some notes about what I want to talk about in this review, and the Formula One just didn't even come into it for me. Yeah, so let's let's leave it there. Maybe we'll have more to say about the about the Italian race at the weekend. Is it has been interesting so far, hasn't it? Is there a race on this weekend? Yeah, Monza. I'm only messing. Oh, see the first practice, the McLaren's were second and third. Were they? Yeah, they've had second practice and they went and they weren't. But the yeah. first practice, yeah, they were. It was like, wow. But we have no fuel in it. No fuel on, on, on a fast set, a fast compound, a soft compound. Still still a good morale boost, though. Still nice oh, to see. Yeah, really? yeah so don't get me wrong. I'm a massive McLaren fan. I want McLaren back at the front end of the grid. But the, 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 there'll be an underlying reason as to why they were first and second fastest. Did anybody yeah, else? Second and third, second and third. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think tomorrow's going to be interesting with the uh, qualifying. We'll see what happens then. Okay, mate, what, do, what else do you want to talk about? Right, well, for me, um, the big things for me this week, first off, I'm going to call it the 300 mile an hour club. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, yeah. 
the special uh, Bugatti Chiron that broke the 300 mile an hour barrier. Did 304.86 or something miles an hour. I was thinking uh, about that after it happened, and I could I had to stop thinking about it because it was it was scaring me that much. Yeah, I was I was imagining being the being the driver, being in that car, and being at say 225 miles an hour, which is mind blowing for a start. Yeah. Right, yeah. I'm thinking I've got 75 miles an hour faster to go. Yeah. Yeah, it how much must, that, how much felt? It must be incredible. Like, I remember when James May uh, did the Bugatti Veyron Super Sport, and he tried. He, they they took that to the VW test track. Um, yeah, yeah. Had to do the two hundred and fifty-four miles an hour, and he, and he he did it. He got there, but he said it was such a disconcerting feeling because when he got to like fifty miles an hour, he thought he'd stopped. Yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> to get out the car. Yeah. It was like, bloody hell, I'm still doing 50 miles an hour. Yeah. But because he'd come down 200 miles an hour, he just felt like he, he felt like he wasn't moving. Yeah, that is just crazy. That is <laughs> absolutely bonkers. But like I said, to, to go 50 miles an hour faster again. Jeez. Oh, I know. I, know. Um, I just, I just think it would be. You'd have to have complete confidence in, in your driving because at that speed any little thing on the track would would, would crash oh, yeah. your car wouldn't it yeah absolutely like i i've forgotten the name of this vw test track but it's got like the it, it's basically just a massive oval it's just two huge miles 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 long streets with just two massive uh bends at each end um and it's so long and it's so flat that it follows the contour of the earth. So when you look at the track, you can't see the other end of it because it bends ever so slightly. It curves, which again is just an amazing feat and is incredible. Um, I wonder what you had to slow down to to get around the corner. I know. Let's read about that because you you could have gone around the corner. Well, I don't know. How, how sweeping is the corner? Well, it's banked as well, so he right. could have he could have carried a lot of speed through that. But yeah, I, yeah. That's, that's an incredible, incredible feat, amazing achievement. A, a car, and again, this takes me back to the whole Valkyrie thing, where the Valkyries made a carbon fire, but there's no luxuries in it. Blah blah blah. I'm not saying there's going to be many luxuries in that cheer on. I know it's a special edition, but still, it's going to have. You know, it's going to weigh. It's going to weigh a lot more than than, than the Valkyrie. It's going to it's going to be nicer inside than the Valkyrie, and that's hitting three hundred and four miles an hour. It's just, just an absolutely mind blowing achievement. I tell you what's funny as well. I read today, Koenig's uh, sent sent um, Bugatti congratulations and well done and all this, and then they said, but the Tiesco was going to beat it. Yeah, and that's why I called it the three hundred mile an hour club. So that you've you've you I don't know what I was going to say there. That, that you know what a compliment and a dig at the same time. Well, that's boss lad. The the desk is going to do it at two hundred and ten or whatever. Um, <laughs> brilliant, isn't it? Um, enjoy it while it lasts is basically what they're saying. Um, and Hennessy, the American oh, tuna God, yeah. company, yeah, 
if you remember Hennessy, they basically took a Lotus Elise mm. and they stretched it out a bit, increased the engine, most probably strapped on rocket-sized turbo chargers onto it, and that held the fastest top speed. Um, and apparently they have got their knickers in quite a twist at, at, at what Bugatti have just achieved. So they are now setting out uh, to, to go faster than 304 miles an hour. But that's all part of being the best, isn't it? Bugatti yeah. put themselves out there to be shot down and said, you know, come on then. If you think you can beat us, come, come and have a go. Um, so we'll, that, we'll... That's, it. that's it really. I mean, matter what. Coenigsegg or Hennessy do they're not the first exactly but people remember the first I mean who was who was the fourth or fifth man on the moon yeah exactly don't know nope <laughs> nobody ever remembers who finishes fifth sixth or seventh in the Premier League do they all you know what's so the, the, the any use for that I'm just saying the moon isn't about cars is it I was making an, an analogy. So was I. Am I not allowed to make them now? No. It was just a cheap dig at Everton. And I, I never mentioned any 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 name. And I know you didn't. So is, is that the bitterness just coming out there? <laughs> this is a car podcast, Simon, not football. Sorry, Al. Yeah, so it was just me just drawing a you know a, a general uh, analogy. There, but it was a pretty of... poor one, but never mind. One man was better. <laughs> Is no poorer than another man on the moon, but never mind. I'll Bugatti, what an achievement! I totally, totally agree with you, though. Al, they have got to 300 miles an hour before anybody else, so nobody cares. Well, when I say nobody cares, if the Jesco comes round and does 320 miles an hour, obviously that's going to be totally impressive. But ultimately, Bugatti got to 300 miles an hour first, mm. so yeah, uh, they are the they are the ones that people are going to remember. Um, so I've got a couple of other things, Al, but I'll, I'll let you. Uh, I'll let you go if you want to go. Yes, I have probably got a couple of things the same as you. Uh, Asking about new car, new cars. Uh, what about the Porsche Taycan? Yeah, um, conflicted here, Al. Really conflicted because it's a Porsche, but it's completely electric. Yeah, uh, my head does not compute that. Uh, uh, it, it, it's making it's making me ears bleed as, as I think about it. I mean, they call the models the same as the petrol ones, so like um, a Carrera and a, and a GTS yeah. and stuff like that. So they've got a turbo and a turbo S. Right. Okay. Right. But it's a completely electric vehicle. Um, so how could it be a turbo then? Very good question. Very good question, Al. Now, if they put a turbo on a battery, that will impress me. <laughs> uh, I don't think they have. But basically... <laughs> I'm pretty sure they haven't. Go on. This, this is what I was talking about. When we spoke about electric vehicles, and I was like, why can't they just make them look like the ordinary cars and just have them battery-powered? Why? I don't get the whole... Well, it does, doesn't it? What? It looks pretty good. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm totally conflicted because it looks. Oh, see, see. It yeah. looks fantastic. Yeah. Um, it looks very much like the Mission E 
concept that right. we saw some sketchings of 12, 18 months ago. Right. It, and that's really unusual because you know what it's like? Concept cars very rarely come to fruition, do they? You know, they're always kind of like really out there and really wild. And then they've got to adhere to different rules and regulations and season kind of like being reined in a bit. Yeah. But the Mission E concept is very, very similar to the Taycan. Right. And it also looks like the Panamera. It's just ever so slightly shorter than the Panamera. Yeah. So yeah. you know that that is a good-looking car. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it's the power. It is just how quick this thing is going to be. Like even uh, and I say just the turbo, but. The turbo, they both have 616 horsepower. That's a lot. Six, 616 from batteries. This isn't a hybrid. This is all battery power. I'm just looking at it on the Auto Express website now. It's saying it's going to be up to 750 big horsepower. I was just getting to that bit. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's what they call an overboost function, right? For launch control, yeah, resulting in 671 horsepower for the turbo yes. and 751 horsepower for the turbo S, with 260 pound feet of torque for the turbo and 770 pound feet of torque for the turbo S. That, so that's. If that would look, face uh, inside out. It will. It says using using launch launch control, not to sixty two in two point eight seconds. So uh, one, two, you got sixty miles an hour. I mean, imagine that. Not to one hundred twenty four in nine point eight seconds. Jesus, twenty four. And that that. This is this is the whole thing that we spoke about about being like a roller coaster. You will be doing or could be doing not to sixty in less than three seconds, and there's no noise. All you hear is the wind. So how see, this one? This one I meant about when we talk about electric cars and our other podcast. This one I meant about how is it going to feel to, to drive it? How you control that? If, exactly. You put on the accelerator and no it's going to go woof, isn't it? There's no like. Yeah. First, second gear, whatever, you just shouldn't them off. It's just like bam, you start. And also, Porsche have really taken on Tesla with their ludicrous button yeah. because the Taycan is meant to have its launch control used regularly. So it's built for hard starts and numerous hard starts where apparently the Tesla has to be warmed up, so to speak, before you can launch it. Right. Uh, the Porsche, you could just get to six sets of traffic lights and you could launch control away from all six sets of traffic lights, just bang, 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 one after the other. But the Tesla has to be used and has to be warm before you can launch it. I didn't know that. Right, so yeah. Um, I'm just, I'm just but, looking at it now. Have you seen, do you, actually, do you, do you, the inside, the interior is gorgeous. It just looks like a normal car. Well, tell us about it, Al. I haven't seen it. It's an Auto Express. It's just... Um... Hang on a second. Yeah, it's just... 
it's gorgeous to look at for a start. It, it is like just just like you said, it's just below the Panamera. So it's a bit like a it's like a small Panamera, yeah, like a bit of you know, coupe style type thing. It's got that gorgeous back back end like Porsche have at the moment, with the light that goes right across the back end. We need to have a twenty minute conversation just on Porsche anyway, mate, because they do, are yeah, because of Grace at the moment, yeah. Really cool. They are they are the manufacturer of choice at the moment. They they can do no wrong in my eyes currently. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, no, I'm, I'm, I'm just looking at it inside now. It looks very digital. It does, a, I'm looking at it's, it's a bigger picture now. I'm not actually. I'm not that impressed. It's a bit eighties. It, it's, it's just all digital. Yeah. There's there's like a tablet touch screen between the passenger and the driver. There's there's like a screen showing the showing all the. Um, all the modes and you range everything and, and a picture of the car and then all your dials and your speedo and, and everything are just all it's just all digital. All uh, all digital. And it's still got cup holders, God bless them. <laughs> I I think that that would that that is just incredible. I, I again hats off to Porsche. Porsche have gone, you know what, we can make a Beautiful looking EV. We haven't got to be all soft and cuddly and polar bear hugging. We are just going to make a Porsche. And instead of putting an engine in it, we're going to put a battery in it. And that's exactly what they've yeah. done. They've made yeah. a Porsche. Yeah, definitely. And you wouldn't know if that had an engine in it or not. Fair enough, you would if it drove past it because it wouldn't make a noise. I get that. But you know. Yeah, you know that an i3 is an electric vehicle. You know that a G-Wiz is an electric vehicle. You walk past that, you wouldn't know. You just go, oh, look at that Porsche. It's gorgeous. Yeah, and that is yeah. ultimately what I want. I want to buy a car that just looks like a normal car, but hasn't got an engine in it. There's only one thing wrong, though. Go on. The name. Yeah, is it Taycan? I think it's Taycan. It sounds like one of those awful. I'm gonna sound like a snob here. It sounds like one of those awful kids' names you get these days, where really thick parents have made up a name because they think it's they think it's sophisticated, and it's not. I can just say that. I can hear that being shouted in the local house. They're Tay can come here. <laughs> Should we move on to the Lambo Sean then? <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah, well. Yeah, the Lambo Sean. That's another lovely car. It, it's a. I thought that. Why have they given? Why have Lambo given the car a Welsh name? <laughs> but it's not. It's, it is Italian. Do you know what that stands for? I it read it the other day, and I can't remember what it, what it is now. Enlighten me. Silence, Al. Silence. Silence. This is, yes, this is a thing of beauty. Sean translate to. Flash of lightning. Ah, that's right, yeah. And that's because and, it's an electric vehicle. And it's pronounced Shahan. Shahan. Yeah. So it's S H H A H H N. Shahan. Shahan. Lamborghini yeah. Shahan. Yeah. Does that sound a bit Irish, that? Lamborghini Shahan. <laughs> you sound Irish. I mean, we've got Irish listeners as well, so there Shahan. you go. Shahan. Shahan. <laughs> that sounds like one of those Gaelic names, which you, you say Shahan, but it's got like about 12 Gs in it and a B. <laughs> right. Lovely that, Al. That's great. Thank you okay. for that. All right. Shahan. Now, 
We've just spoken about the Porsche, yeah? Yeah. And that's completely electric. No engine, not a hybrid, mm. okay? You know that Lamborghini, just being Lamborghini, aren't going to do that, don't you? Yeah. So have a guess what size the engine is in the Shahan. So it's a hybrid then? It's a hybrid. Right, okay, it's a hybrid. Um, I'm looking, and I don't want to look. I've seen it's a V12. It's a V12. Mm. V12. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that is the biggest engine. And then they've gone and gone, but just use that as a generator to power a battery. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, mo- mo- even like Mercedes, 1.6 litre engine, just powering the battery, getting all the power from the batteries. <laughs> that hybrid has got 12 cylinders. Can you think of anything more Lamborghini than that? <laughs> it, it's, yeah. I, I, I've always had problems with Lamborghini, haven't I? Because as we go, they're just flashed. They're just, they're just tacky. But this is this is funny. And I think they've done it on purpose. I think it's just like a massive two fingers up. So I'm going, yeah, well, Lamborghini, what are you going to do about it? And do, you, do you know what I mean? It's just hilarious. It is. And it gets even funnier because the hybrid engine only gives 33 horsepower. <laughs> so... The the uh, six and a half litre V twelve is taken straight out of an, out of an Aventador, yeah, um, and it's tuned to seven hundred and seventy four horsepower and just under nine thousand RPM. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So that thirty three big horsepower is going to make all the difference, isn't it? And then thirty three horsepower takes it up to eight hundred and seven bhp. Eight hundred and seven. Mm. See, that's that's the kind of hybrid I can get on with, really. <laughs> Absolutely, I can, I can do that, mate. Because it's gonna, it's it's a hybrid. You're doing your bit for the planet. You're saving a polar bear, but it's still gonna sound amazing. Yeah, you see. But now, now, right? Porsche have thrown a massive spanner in the works now, haven't they? Because that. They reckon, well, that Taycan is limited. Is it limited to 161, I think, or 166? I remember yeah, it was yeah. well over 200 miles an hour. This is no faster than the Turbo S. This does 0 to 62 in 2.8, which is exactly the same. So Porsche, again, all that power just from batteries. Yes, yes, you Lamborghini are getting all that power. Well, less, 774 horsepower. Didn't we say that the Porsche was doing 800 and odd, 800 and yeah. So they're, they're similar, aren't they? They're similar in horsepower, they're similar in RPM, but Porsche is getting it all from batteries and Lambo is only getting 33 horsepower from theirs <laughs> and the rest of a big, great whopping V12 engine. Yeah, it's just funny. It's like the, it's like, it's like the, the troll on us. It's just it's so funny. But I mean, I look at it. It's just that's a that's a great looking car. It is. Somebody on um, Twitter called it an, an angry lizard. Oh, I like that. That's exactly what it looks like. Yeah. Um, this Lambo 
has got a top speed of 217 miles an hour, but it's got a regenerative braking system. So, so when you obviously when you're moving along, you're creating kinetic energy. Yeah, you're moving. Yes, yes. When you start to brake and you start to slow down, that kinetic energy is lost. That's okay. So you've got to pull off again, haven't you, and pull away again and build your speed again and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. When this Lambo breaks, the lost energy is stored and then delivered back as boost. Ah, is it a bit like Kears? Yes. Exactly okay. what Kears is, mate. So that's clever. Yeah, it is. Uh, also, um, Lamborghini being Lamborghini, they've called their hybrid system super capacitors. Yeah, it's a bit of a mouthful. But what a mouthful. Mm-hmm. It sounds like I'm in Back to the Future. <laughs> yes, yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking if you're going to do what's the, what's the top speed? 217. I think when you accelerate, it won't be a Shahan, it'll be a Shahan! <laughs> that's what it should be called. Boss, I'll, I'll, that's amazing. I think that's the best thing you've ever done in all these podcasts. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Right. So, yeah. Go on, it's you next, mate. I, I think that's it for me, really. Oh, okay. um, the Bugatti, the Lambo, the Porsche. I really, really, really want to talk about the new Corvette, Well, it's not not necessarily new now. It's been out for a while, um, but I need I, I need you to see a picture. I need you to see a picture of the inside because whoever's designed the inside needs. Um, okay, needs new eyes. Help! Okay. Help! Help! Okay. Uh, because uh what's it called? It's just the new Corvette, mate. It's just oh, the it's cool. just the new Corvette. Um New Corvette, so I'm just I'm just googling it now. It's New Corvette Chevrolet Corvette but it's, it's, it's a it, it doesn't it's know. A stingray. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't know what it wants to be, right? It's a yeah. it's a, it's a Corvette, so it's a muscle car. Yes. But if you if you look at the images, it's trying to be European. It's it trying look, to be Italian. No, I, I think it looks more Japanese to me. It looks like a um, Nissan. Yeah. Okay. I, I I see that, mate. Yeah. But it's certainly not a muscle car. The front is very sharp and edgy, yeah. triangular. But the back is like someone has sat on a rectangle. Yeah. It's squashed it, and then all the all the lights are square. So the back's rectangular with square lights with square eggs. Or, or it's, it's just it's just to me, it's just an eyesore. It's just a mis mismatch of shapes and edges and angles, and it's just it's just everything that it's not. I know Corvette have always wanted to get it into the European hypercar market, so people choose that over a four eight eight or a Lambo or. Never gonna happen. No, it's never, never gonna, gonna happen. It's never. But they've designed that to be a European supercar rival. That's what it's drawn at. That's what it's designed at. That's what it's shaped like. It's supposed to be European, and it's not. It's an American muscle car. So the front 
confuses the hell out of me. Like literally, just just confuses me. Yeah. But the inside, the inside, I I'm just seeing it now. What mm. I can remember off the top of my head, there's like two tablets. Like they tried to make the interior digital, and it's just horrible. It's just absolutely horrible. But the worst thing, the worst thing I have ever seen is this strip of buttons. Now, there must be 30 buttons on that strip. I'm looking at a different one here. It's a different one I'm looking at. The one I'm looking at is on the Corvette website, and it's not. there's no buttons there, and there's only got one tablet. So they might have changed it. It's still crap. It's still horrible. No, they are, I don't think they've changed it, mate, because um, you might be looking at... Well, maybe they have, I don't know, but the one I saw, it was just it was just a strip of buttons, so window wipers, uh, heated seats, driving... Yeah. It, 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 but the buttons went past, like, the driver's elbow. So how do you physically turn around that way to press the button behind you? What's going on? See if I can find it. Well, I would ask me passenger to say, Excuse me, my backside's on fire. Can you turn me to the seat off? Because I can't dislocate my shoulder and twist my finger the wrong way to turn my button off. What? What? Who Who allowed that to go past the design stage? Oh, yeah, I can see those buttons on this picture. Yeah, that's weird. Because there's how many buttons are there? One, two, three, four, five. There must be 20 buttons there. Must be twenty buttons, and how would you know? How would you remember which which which? You wouldn't be able to look down and look at the the icons on the buttons because you, you're driving. We'd have to look down, wouldn't you? You'd you'd have to. You couldn't, you couldn't you couldn't remember them all, could you? No, but you know anything is going to be uncomfortable for you to press. Oh, yeah. I'd have to, I'd be I'd be elbowing my passenger in the head to to put my window down. Yeah, that's very strange. It is just. Unless you you ask your passengers to do it for you, which is a bit odd. Mm-hmm. I've just, just said them. Excuse me, me backside's on fire, so can you turn me heated seat off? It's just I I just can't believe that somebody would go. You know what? That interior is just a, a driver's dream. Everything is to hand, and it yeah. looked it looked the pits. They have just tried to get that. Really digital, really high tech. Get a real quality interior and try and get it into the European market. And for me personally, and I'm sorry to American listeners and Corvette fans, but that just isn't a, that just isn't a Corvette for me. Just isn't. Mm. Um, looking, yeah. So I, I saw that on Google. I'm, I'm looking at the, the one on the website now, and that 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 row of buttons is not there. So maybe they've seen sense and taken it out. However. It's still not a very nice interior. It's it's a Chevrolet interior, and they're always cheap and nasty. Yeah, plasticky. I mean, it's got carbon fibre on the, the dashboard, but you know, it's just ugh. yeah, yeah it's, it's not a bit of an odd one. Yeah. Um. So so that that was that was it from me, mate. Um. But I don't know if there's anything else that you want. I know you were getting your. Uh, you're getting quite excited over a new Nissan Duke or Nissan Cash. <laughs> it was a Duke. I wasn't getting excited about it at all. I, I just have you seen it? No. Okay. It's just I know you didn't like the original Duke, but you had to admit it was distinctive. 
it was a very distinctive design. I'm oh, thinking, yeah. I think they're purely in design, design terms. It was very individual, and that's why I liked it because I thought, well, at least there's nothing else like that on the road. This yeah. this new one, you just blanded it totally out. Have they? Yeah. Yeah. You think what's the point of that now? It just looks like a little cash car. No way. Yeah. Everything so distinct. Gone. Everything distinctive about it is just gone. Weird. So I think you kind of spoiled it a bit, really. It's a bit like um, the, the second generation Focus was. Do you remember the sort of first Focus? You're like, wow, what's that? Um, yeah, yeah, and yeah. The second one was like, oh, really? Yeah. It's kind of, it's, it's, it's kind of that way. effect. Yeah. That's a shame. That is a shame. Because like you said, you know, it, it had a unique selling point, didn't it? It's big googly headlights at the front. I didn't. I didn't mind the overall shape. Just the bonnet, kind of. It well, it's split decision. It's split opinions, isn't it? It was divisive. You know, some people loved it, some people hated it. And that 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 that's a brilliant car. You know, well, please all the people all the time, can you? And if they're taking that away, then yeah, what 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 would be the point in buying one? Yeah, I don't understand. <coughs> I don't understand it at all. Really. Yeah. Unless you thought you couldn't, you couldn't go more wacky in the first one, so you've had to go backwards a little bit. Don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Um, I don't know if there's anything else. Um, is petrol still going up or down? Um, I'm not Football too sure. Mate. Isn't it? I don't look anymore. <laughs> I drive into a petrol station with me with me uh, fingers over my eyes. I think um, it's one twenty. I think I've just paid one twenty four tonight. Have you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's about average now, isn't it? Yes. It is. Um, did you hear the story about uh, the M6 being closed last night because a wagon spilt its load of 30,000 litres of gin? Yeah, I read that before, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I bet there was one sticky filter. Ooh. I bet it was. A bit of, what, 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 what do you do there? Rush hour, just try and get all the cars off at a junction or something? Or what do you do? It's, it's one of those, isn't it? It's like if you're stuck behind, if you... If you are in between a junction and the accident, you're there for 10, 10 or 12 hours, aren't you? Jeez. Because you can't turn around, you can't get off. No, you're just you stuck, aren't you? You're just stuck. 30,000 litres of... Oh, imagine the smell and... Oh, wow. Oh, no. I wonder what happened to me to make it do that. I know, exactly. I, re- I don't know. You should have a little read about that because... Yeah. Must be, a, must be a big game, a big hole on the tank, like. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay. Is, have you got anything else to talk about? Maybe we just have we come to a, an end. I think we've come to a nice conclusion now. I like these. I think we'll definitely do this. And like I said, I have a, a weekly review, and we'll we'll scan the internet for for interesting and funny stories, and then we can chat about them at the end of the week. Yeah, good. That's a nice one. That yeah, that'll be good. Okay. Then. Right, so that's it for now. Um, don't forget our social media: um, Twitter, Instagram, what's the other one? Facebook, book, yeah. uh, yeah. Tumblr, and something else. Oh, mix. We're on mix now. No, no Are we on mix? What? Are we on TikTok? Kind of. Kind of. Kind of. We've got one video on there, which isn't really good. <laughs> um. I wish we weren't on there with that. I just keep getting pinged on my phone with these videos of kids dancing and it's just go away. 
Yeah, you might want to cut that bit out, Al, because I think the bases will be coming around for your hard game. <laughs> I don't ask for the pings on my phone. Just... Um, yeah, stop okay. it down. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah, right. So, so don't forget our social media. Um, Twitter, follow, Facebook, follow us, please. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr. Um, and we're at 4BeamCars. Email us, 4BeamCars at gmail.com. And yep. don't forget our YouTube channel. Absolutely. There's videos on there. There's podcasts on there. There's all sorts on there. And if you are listening and you do follow our Twitter or you do follow our social media, then like, retweet, and comment. And let's build our audience and let's build we our We need your support. We do. Absolutely. Just a word of warning. It's not a word of warning, really. It's just a... Uh... It's going to be very Aston Martin heavy this coming next few days. Obviously, because we visited headquarters last week, uh, I'll be putting photos up here and there. So there's still a few more to go yet. Yeah, okay, so if you Aston Martin, you're going to love it. Why would you apologise? Why would you apologise for going oh. to the Aston Martin headquarters? You are a proper dope. We want to be overlaid <laughs> photos. We're not asking for photos of your kids, are we? In first day in school photos. These are V12. And you're apologising. Jeez. I mean, at the end of the day, every school uniform looks the same. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, you've already got yourself in trouble talking about dancing kids, so we'll step away from that subject. Uh, <laughs> because full beam is going to be very short lived if you keep on. <laughs> Let's cut that down as well, though, aren't I? Just oh, yeah. end, didn't I? It's brilliant. Uh, whatever. Okay. Um, Right then, so that's it for now, peeps. Oh, God, you stop saying peeps, don't I, as well? Yeah, you need to start saying that. Sean. Sean, peeps. Dancing kids. Oh, you sound amazing, Al. I'm coughing, I'm laughing. Oh, dear me. I'm good. Right, let's Bye. leave it there. Bye-bye, people. See you soon. Bye.